Welcome back to the Get More Podcast, where we're going to get you more money, more marketing, more business strategy, more community, and just more of the good stuff that you need in your life every day. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. This is the start of season four. I really like to divide up my show into different seasons because I feel that so many things change from one season to the next, where I was at when I started this, where I was at while I was going along, and where I am now, and starting a whole new season after a essentially three-month hiatus does just feel like the right thing to do. My last episode that I posted was way back yonder in November, the very end of November, and I had always planned that I would take a few weeks off for like December, enjoy the holidays, do this and that and the other thing, but I never really expected to take such a long break. I have not taken a very long break at any point in this um, podcasting journey that started two years ago, and I never wanted to take a really long break uh, because this is something that I love to do. This is something that is so fun for me. Uh, it is also like my strong suit to just sit in a room and talk to myself. I'm really, really, really good at that. So it always made sense for me to have the show and taking the time off was really, really hard. But when you literally just don't have space, you just don't have space. And if you looked at like what my day-to-day was like, I have like my day job where I am essentially like a VA, social media manager, bringer of the optimism and the glitter to all meetings uh, in my day job working for an entrepreneur and being a part of that. And I've spent a lot of my time really, really focusing in on that, helping grow that business, learning everything that I possibly can from how she runs her business, how she does this, how she does that, because it's so incredible valuable. I am getting this incredible opportunity to learn so many things that I would not have had access to otherwise and really showing up for that 100% has left me really, really fulfilled. But that has meant that things like my money coaching has taken a real back seat. If you weren't already working with me, I wasn't accepting any new clients. I essentially hiatused myself from talking about it, posting about it, anything like that. And that was never really my intention. But to kind of catch up on that in December, I was always taking my break. I was going to take a couple weeks off. It was going to be cool. It was going to be chill. I was going to be doing all the things. And somewhere along the way, I know where somewhere along the way, before Christmas, I got an email from my estranged father. We had not seen each other since my mother's funeral in 2015. We really did not talk. We would go almost years without talking. We really had no interactions with each other and that was how I wanted it. That was my preference. We were not friends. We did not get along. I did not want anything to do with this man. And so before Christmas, I got an email from him telling me that he had lung cancer or just cancer. He just told me that he had cancer and it was a non-aggressive form. So I essentially took that information and proceeded to not care, to see, proceeded to actually get incredibly angry about all of that because my mother, she passed away from lung cancer in 2015, around there, 2014, 2015. And 
she had gotten no treatment. It was really bad. It was just really bad. And so here was my father now telling me that he has this non-aggressive cancer. He's going to be fine. And I handled it very poorly. I handled it incredibly poorly. And it triggered, it triggered a lot of things for me. A lot of things came up for me about my relationship with him, whether or not I could forgive him, this, that, and the other thing. And I essentially read the email, completely had a meltdown about it, and then did not reply. I thought about it from time to time. I talked about it with people. Uh, everyone was like, reach out. You know, maybe he's just trying to make a connection. I just assumed that he wanted money. Full, full transparency. I just assumed that he wanted money and I wanted nothing to do with it. And I just thought it was stupid that he told me in a freaking email. I thought that was stupid. Uh, and so I ignored that for a few weeks, but it, it did make my life very difficult because I was struggling with all of these conflicting, annoying emotions where I was like, I kind of hate this person. I've hated this person my whole life for how they treated me, but oh shit, maybe they're dying. I don't really know, but a lot of conflicting things came up. So I just put everything on hold. I made this great um, plan. I even posted about it that I was going to be launching this whole brand new thing for my business, this community, this great, exciting thing that I had been brainstorming, thinking about mapping out content for, mapping out all of these things for like the months prior, like what I was going to do. And I made this great announcement post on my Instagram and was like, March 14th, launching, nothing's going to get in my way. I've got this kind of thing. And that night, literally that night, I sent that post. That night, I got an email from my father's sister. Okay, I guess I replied. I replied to his email that day in not so great wording. I was not very nice. I was in no way, shape, or form very nice when I replied to this. I posted that fun launch thing. So, this is like all in one day. This was a very emotionally traumatic day for me. I sent the email. I posted about this launch because I was like, I'm releasing my father and all this drama from all of that in my life. And I made this post and optimism and excitement. And then that night I got an email from his sister that was like, so he's literally in the hospital. He's terminal. He's been terminal this whole time, but he just didn't tell you about it. And the doctors are like, he's got maybe like two weeks, two weeks at best. He is dying. He is dying. Insert all of all of the feels that I had no idea that I was going to feel and I had no space for anything. I had almost no space for work. I had no space for my husband. I had no space for my friends. I had no space for my Bible. I had no space for my spiritual practices. I had no space for anything under the sun that you could think of. The only thing that I had space for was Netflix, 100%. The only thing I wanted to do all day, every day, was watch Netflix. And when I tell you I watched Netflix, or actually I switched to Paramount Plus, when I tell you that I watched shows all day, every day, is the only way to get through it, I watched 240 episodes, all of them, of Hawaii Five-0 in less than a month. It was the best use of my time, if I'm being honest. It was great. It was something that got me through the day, if I was crying hysterically, I could turn it on and I watched it all the time. The only thing I had space for was mind-numbing entertainment because I could not and I would not process anything. I vaguely looked at what I had intended to do to launch this cool thing for my business. I vaguely stumbled my way through work 
just grace on grace from my boss as everything was happening in essentially real time where some mornings I would be fine and I would be good to go and other days I'd be crying through our meeting and having to miss part of the workshop because I was trying to deal with my father's declining condition, how I was feeling about it, connecting with his sister who I had not seen or had any contact with. I mean, I still haven't seen them, but I had no contact with in essentially 20 years. I'm like 32. The last time I saw them, I was like eight. I can't do math. That's more than 20 years. A long time. And I learned so many things about uh, the lies that were fed to me as a child, the lies that I was taught as an adult, and seeing how I compensated and worked through some of those things to get where I am. I look back at all of the things that I believed when I was growing up, the things that my parents told me, the things that my parents told me that other people felt about me, and how I worked my whole life to essentially prove them wrong, that I was not a disappointment, that I was not worthless, that I was not going to be a failure, that I was not going to be this awful person. I worked my whole life to not be this awful, horrible person that my parents made me believe that I was. And finding out essentially in the last like month, it's been about a, it's been about a month since he died, um, finding out all of these things that I believed to be true about myself were in fact wrong and that in a lot of ways my parents didn't feel those ways about me. My parents seem to have told lots of other people that they were proud of me and that they loved me and I just received like all of the last of their belongings in the mail this past Friday and there are baby photos that I didn't know existed. They kept all of my schoolwork. All of these things that show that they were very, very proud and loved me very much. And that is in direct opposition to the things that they said and the things that they did to me growing up. And I really still don't have necessarily the space to process through any of that and to know what to take from all of that experience and really the only way that I know how to process through a lot of these things is to talk about them, is to put them out there, is to share them, is to speak them, is to try to basically stream of consciousness my existence out into the real world. That's kind of how I've always done it. I've been that obnoxious Every, everything about my life is somewhat out there on the internet every step of the way and it's a lot of me chronicling how the fuck did I get here? Where was I just a few years ago? Where am I now? What, what kind of failures along the way led me to here? And as I have been reflecting on my failures in business, my failures in my own consistency, my failures in the things that I believe about myself, my failures in relationships, and my failures about all of these things. The thing that I've realized more than anything is that no matter how many times I have ever failed or seemingly failed or had something work out so incredibly horribly that even I don't like to talk about it, I probably have, but even I don't like to talk about all of these failings, there has always been something on the other side of it. I have always 
found the strength, found a way, found something. I found what I needed when I needed it because I didn't give up along the way. And in this time of reflection and understanding that in theory, my parents were doing the best that they could and I don't necessarily always believe that. I try to believe that and I and I try to accept it and I try to see where they were in their conditioning and what they believed and what they taught me to believe and they really probably did believe those things but I didn't have to believe those things and I and I did just believe them and it's taken a lot of uh, deconditioning, deconstructing to unlearn those things about me and I know that I could not be in this place where I am right now that is accepting of that, that is learning to forgive if I had not essentially gone through the last few years of a personal development journey. Um, knowing that the things that happened to me are not my fault, but it is my job and my responsibility to heal from those things, which sounds super shitty because it is because personal development is not fun growing yourself as a person is not fun reflection is not always fun it is not always fun to have to look at all of these things about your life and see where you can do better and see what you've been doing and change none of it's fun honestly none of it's fun. not a single bit of it is fun it is all very important and has to happen and is so good for you but it is not fun along the way. It's a shitty process. But I've been looking at the things that I've done in the last year between Manifestation Babe Academy to getting really serious in my faith to even just recently starting to go to church, having my own groups, connecting with other like-minded entrepreneurial women, other spiritual women, this, that, and the other thing, and connecting myself into all of these things that have helped me heal. Because if I had gotten this news, probably even this time last year, if I had gotten this news this time last year, I would have been so drunk this whole time. Now, granted, I am doing 75 hard. I was th one of the last episodes I did before my hiatus. I was starting 75 hard again, or I think I failed it and then I was going to do it again. I am doing it again. I'm on day 72 right now, so I've almost finished the whole thing. And a lot of it is simply because I'm so damn stubborn and unwilling to not do it correctly this time after my other failings. But a weaker version of me would have gotten the news that I did, started to learn the things that I did, and just shut down. I would not have talked to anybody about it. I wouldn't have essentially shared my feelings and opened myself up for the support of others. I would have been so drunk. So drunk. All of the drunk. Like, I would consume all of the alcohol in the entire state of Tennessee. I... I would be drunk every second of the day because that's a good coping mechanism for me. It was, it was, and it, and the things that I have about my childhood and all of that, drinking fixed those things for me growing up. Drinking fixed those things for me 
as a teenager and then when I was in college and in my 20s alcohol fixed all of that shit because I didn't have to think about it and I could just have fun and it would be great until I was sobbing hysterically on the floor drunk out of my mind saying shit to people I shouldn't be saying shit to because I'm blackout drunk and I don't know any better and who that person was, the me that wants to get drunk, the me that really wishes she was still kind of a party girl. Like, that girl looks at who I am now, where I am still consistently getting things for work done, where I am still staying sober, where I am looking for the good in things, where I am trying to understand where my family was coming from, where I'm supposed to go with these feelings, and I'm trying to turn all of those things too good so that my life can just be better that I can finally heal from so many things because the only one that is really you know handicapped or mm, what's a better word the only person that's really mm, you'd think for an English major I would be better at words the only person that's really being inconvenienced or hurt or held back the only person that's being held back at this point with all of that anger and all of that bitterness and all of that just negative, just bullshit that's been going on inside my head, it's me. And so now that essentially, that both my parents are gone um, and I am essentially alone in regards to that, like my family cat is dead, both my parents are dead, my family is thousands of miles away, there's family that I have never seen, there's family that I haven't seen since I was a kid and I don't remember them. So it has been a very isolating sort of feeling to have that kind of finality. But it also means that I can close that chapter in my life where they haven't been able to hurt me for a very, very long time. And now they absolutely cannot. So the only thing I have to do from here is heal, is heal those feelings that have come up for me. And 2021 was a very big year of healing. I started doing inner child work for the first time ever. I got very into breath work. I am very into hypnosis and visualization and time techniques to kind of remap those bad memories into good ones and to really dig into the things that have hurt me and pull strength out of there because I should not be here. If we're being very honest statistically the amount of drugs that I've done the amount of times I've given myself alcohol poisoning the amount of just stupid fucking shit that I've done in my life I should not simply be here and the fact that I am means that I'm supposed to still be here that there is so much more for me to do that my purpose hasn't been met yet. The arbitrary goal deadline things that I placed all my life for the things that I wanted to have done by now, the things that I thought that I would have, the life that I thought I would be living, the relationship that I thought I would have, the friends that I thought I would have, all of these things that I set my own dates on and just decided like, okay, I'm going to have this, this, and this by the time I'm 30. I'm going to be this, this, and this by the time I'm 31 and now I'm 32 and I don't have all those things. I don't I don't own a home yet. I don't even have a dog. I'm not living in a place that I even really like all that much. I I don't have what I thought I would have by now. And I am discovering that that's okay. 
that just because I'm not there yet doesn't mean that I'm not going to be there because that's so important. Don't change the goal, change the deadline. I talk about that a lot, but it's sometimes hard to take my own medicine and not to get stuck in my head and honestly not to blame my parents and my childhood for why I am not where I want to be. I've done a lot of that. Like if my parents had just done this, if they had just done that, if things had just been like this, if things had just been a little bit different, I would be where I'm at. But the reality is I'm not where I'm at because I'm not supposed to be there yet. I'm not where I want to be because I'm not ready to be there yet. I'm not ready to be that multi six-figure business owner yet. I'm just, I'm flat out not and I realize that I'm not. I'm not ready to own a home because that would mean that we would have to settle down and we would have to stay somewhere and that's not what we want yet. We have other places we want to live. We want to do those things. I don't have a dog because I have four freaking cats and no backyard. Like that's a no-brainer. I don't have a cow for the exact same reason. Mostly just the yard part. I think the cow and the cats would have a great time but I'm not there yet. I don't have the things that I want to have because I'm not ready for them yet. And when you do the healing work, when you do the work that really makes you reflect on realizing that you're not going to be there yet, that maybe this isn't a time for you to be having explosive growth. Maybe this is the time for you to sink in and really focus on yourself and give yourself space. And I'm really trying to do that right now. Like this week, I like told myself that I was going to build in space for myself this week, that I wasn't going to skimp on doing my hypnosis or my visualizations every day, every other day, that I wasn't going to skimp time spending time in the Bible, spending time working on my spiritual practices, that I wasn't going to just skip those things. I was going to give myself that time because you know I can make time to watch Netflix I also stopped saying Netflix because I'm watching Paramount Plus. I'm I'm watching MacGyver right now. By the time I record another solo episode, there's a hundred percent chance that I will have finished this series. Um, I just started season three, or I'm about to start season three. So if I can make time for that, I can make time for myself. And I'm very bad at doing that in specific, in that specific format where I think that I'm giving myself time because I'm watching my shows and I'm just not working or I'm knitting any of the like nine baby blankets that I have to knit or maybe I'm not knitting because I'm just sitting and I just want to watch my show and I don't want to do with anything or I want to play my mind-numbing homescapes game and I've just been kind of saying that that's oh that's me time that's me time I'm working on I'm just giving myself space and I haven't been giving myself space I have not been giving myself any space to do the things that I know I should be doing why do I still feel like I'm in the same place as I was like three months ago? Because I put everything on hold to not do anything, to do the bare minimum to just get by. And sometimes just getting by is enough. When you are battling your mental illness, when you are battling trauma, when just generational, traumatic childhood trauma is just free floating, hanging out, spending a lot of time dancing in your office, like, hey, look at me, remember? Let me, let me remind you of all these bad things that happened. When all of that is just coming up, sometimes the, the only thing you can do is the bare minimum. Just get through the day, barely have any kind of social interaction, barely speak to the people you've lived with, 
and just hope for the best that you can get through the day without self-sabotaging. And sometimes that's all you can do. And that's all I have been doing. And so I started um, Manifestation Babes Abundant 5-Day Workshop. It started today and I listened to that earlier and she always talks about how she committed herself to one year of one year of believing as if her prayers had already been answered of showing up in success in doing all the things just like committed like one year and I've been hearing that story for for years I've been following her for years and every year I hear her share this story in all of her workshops she shares this story and every time I'm like that's so inspiring I wish I could do that I'm not the type of person who could do that I don't know how to do that every year I do that and this year, like today, I'm saying this today and I'm saying it on here so that eventually I'll look back on this and be like, oh, I said I was going to do it and then I didn't. That's embarrassing because sometimes that's why I say things out loud so that I can be like, oh, if I don't do that, that's embarrassing. It keeps me accountable that she's going to do this thing for one year and that I'm going to decide today slash tomorrow because I'm really, really big on two, 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 two. I love twos. I see twos all the time. So the podcast launches tomorrow while I'm recording it today. Season four goes live on February 2nd. It's February 22nd, 2022. Give me all the twos. I live for it. And so starting today, I'm setting the intention today to, to start my 365 day success journey to see how much can change in a year, see how much can change if I just make the intention to do it. 2021 was a very big year of healing and finding forgiveness and learning to let go and forgiving myself for my past and all of my mistakes and realizing that the things that happened to me weren't my fault. It was a year of accepting those things and growing in those things. And so this year is my intention for the year is faith in action and faith for me is faith in trying new things in taking the chances in in expansive like making this year so expansive and such growth and so transformational that when I look back next year on this episode when I look back at whatever post that I'm going to make in the coming months when I look back at that I want to be able to point and be like wow I'm so proud of me for putting my stake in the ground and going. Not that I'm not proud of a lot of things that I've done in my life. Uh, Looking back, I'm very proud of a lot of things that I have accomplished and done. But I really want to raise the level. I want to raise my vibration. I want to raise myself up to this potential that I have decided all along that I had. My desire to prove my parents wrong in all of my successes was because I knew I had the potential. And as I have essentially proved them wrong, I no longer have them to prove wrong. I no longer have these parents who, as far as I knew, didn't like me and didn't want me. Turns out I was wrong. Surprise. I always had that as I'm going to prove them wrong. I'm going to prove my father wrong. I'm going to, I'm going to prove him wrong. I'm not going to be a disappointment. I'm going to do this. And I don't have that now. I don't have that now. I have to do it for just myself. I have to show up and make myself proud. I have to show up for myself. I don't have to show up to prove anybody wrong. 
anymore. I don't have to live my life as something outside of myself to show someone else and be like, hey, you were wrong about me. I don't have to live like that. All I have to do now is prove myself right. Prove myself right about my potential. Prove myself right about the fact that I can be consistent. Prove myself right that I can raise the bar and show up better and do more. And that's kind of what this is. It is, it, I don't know if it's an ego death. I don't know if it's that aggressive, but losing both my parents now and not having anything to push back on as proof that I was worthy of love and not a disappointment and that I was successful and all of these, not having that as a pushback has has really shifted the last month of my life to really kind of start thinking about what actually matters to me, what actually is success for me, what are actually my dreams, what are actually my goals, what are the things that are just for me that are not arbitrary things like having a certain amount of money, living a certain lifestyle, having some relationship, having certain friends, having a certain atmosphere about me to prove to other people that I am good enough. I don't have to have that anymore and I don't think I realized how much I was living in that until I suddenly didn't have it to push back against. So, the next year is going to be super awesome, transformational, incredible, up-leveling, uplifting, exciting, and just crazy shit's going to happen because I only have to do the crazy shit for myself. I just get to show up and do the thing. Will I launch my community in like three weeks that I've been brainstorming and haven't done anything for? Maybe. Probably not. I'm probably not going to do that in three weeks. Whatever change change the date not the goal it's still going to come um things that this podcast are about to be explosive like the guests that i have have already interviewed for future episodes the guest that i'm getting an interview tomorrow is a guest that i put on my dream board she kept me inspired to keep doing this show to keep going when i wanted to give up before i'm so excited i'm it's i'm going to fangirl so hard when I got the, the email saying that she would be on my show, I was, like, shaking. I did so many dance parties. I basically, like, peed my pants. I was so excited and overwhelmed and just, like, it was, like, a I've made it moment. Uh, that interview gets to happen tomorrow. Again, on 2-22-22. How freaking excited am I for that kind of energy shift and just where this is going to go, where business is going to go where my friendships are going to go, where my spiritual practices are going to go, where my healing's going to go. I'm doing it from a me place, focusing on me, giving myself the space, giving myself the freedom to trust my intuition, to lean into my visions, to find a purpose that actually fulfills me in a real way. And I'm just very, very excited about that. And I really just got to sit here and hang out with y'all and rant and rave and chat for however long this is going to end up being. And I'm just so thankful that y'all always come along on this journey with me and that my show has helped change some of your lives, impact your lives, helped connect you with incredible people. Some of you have gone on to work with coaches and entrepreneurs that I've had on here. Some of you have become clients of mine. 
however you are finding this, if you're just listening for the first time, welcome. I hope you come back. If you are a longtime listener that is not just my husband, thank you. Thank you for going on this journey with me and just all the things that are going to come. But remember, today that you're listening to this, for me in real time, it's February 21st, 2022. This is my stake in the ground. I'm going to show up for myself every day. I'm going to conduct my own year-long experiment uh, a la Manifestation Babe-esque to see what can change in a year. I always say that there's so much change that can happen in a year. So much change can happen in just one day if you let yourself open up to it. And so, I'm just very excited for what is to come, what's going to happen here, and to take all of y'all along on the ride because what fun is life if nobody else is along for the ride? So, I will catch y'all on the next episode and just thank you. Thank you.